Well, hello there, you fantasy cosmographers. That's right. I'm, 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 I'm not using mappers. It was used against me, and I, I wasn't. I didn't appreciate that. I heard, I heard it. And this I cosmographer a reference to the fact that you're the sun and the world revolves around you. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Oh, All right. Well, yeah. it was a pretty, uh, pretty crazy week there, uh, guys. I, I'm, I'm a little shocked at how close some of the games are. So, I mean, right off the bat, we got to stick to the fucking schedule. Let's talk about hot takes. Dave, you already have a hot take <laughs> that's a little too spicy for me, but I, I need to hear it. I'm, again. I'm coming in spicy here, boys. I'm. <clears throat> I'm going to give you which 0-2 team I think makes the playoffs, and it is not Mike Ryan. I'm going to say that the 0-2 Lewisburg Luchadors, that's right, the 0-2 Luchadors, the second least points scored, and they're, <clears throat> and they're favored to lose by 20-plus points this week. I think the Luchadors will make the playoffs uh, and give me 30 seconds here. Let me give you that roadmap, all right? So I just said they're 0-2. I think they lose this week. So I think they actually are going to start 0-3. And I'm thinking 9-5 and is the path to make the playoffs. So here we go. Starting in week four, I think their season changes dramatically. I think Kenny Pickett will be in a starting role. I think they realize that Justin Fields is trash. Um Here's a fun fact I heard. After two weeks, Justin Fields has the 33rd most pass attempts in the league. That's right. There's 32 teams. Justin Fields has started twice, and he is 33rd in pass attempts. Uh, but I think Kenny Pickett, possibly Brissett, moves into a starting role in week four, and that's when things change around for the Luchadors. They get a three-team run of fancy footwork, home run hitters, and the pensive parakeets. I could see this team at three and three. Then they roll into Peyton's making nachos in week seven. That'll be a tough one, but definitely winnable. They still face the cartographers twice starting in week eight, but guess who has a buy in week eight? That's right. It's the Kansas city chiefs, the team that Byron is built on. Uh, so definitely a winnable game there. Um, maybe you say they're at four and four, maybe five and three. After that, they move into Joe's primo team, an undefeated team at the moment but a team that has four starting Dallas Cowboys on their roster week nine, who has a buy the Dallas Cowboys again, a winnable game um, week 10, they play Philly citywide Justin's brothers. So I wouldn't count either of them out. They play the reeling Drush in week 11 and then finish with their division. And again, that's a toss up, but I could see one or two games squeaking out there. You know, this team still has Keenan Allen. I think they figure out the running back room. I think Dalvin Cook plays like Dalvin Cook, and they figure out the third. Um, so anyway, that was very long-winded. But my hot take, again, is the 0-2 Luchadors make the playoffs. I mean, I don't think Ghost Peppers have anything on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is spicy as fucking hell. The scope Was it Scoville? Is that the, is that the rating? That is. Yeah. All right. Does anyone have a rebuttal to this? Sure, why not? Um, I, I hear you. I think you did a good job breaking down where their winnable games are. The problem uh, with this spicy take um, is that they might be winnable games, but they're all losable games when you look at his wide receivers. They're all losable games when you look at his quarterbacks. And when you have quarterbacks um, that are, are inconsistent and can put up 10 points um, consistently and less, um, and you don't really have wide receivers, you're asking for a lot week in and week out to go on a run. 
do I think this team can make the playoffs? Yes. Do I see nine and five? If you're putting the bar at nine and five, no, I, I think this team, if their road is to the playoffs, it's going to be somewhere around seven and seven, eight and six. I think that is possible. If you're giving me that, if you led with um, this team has a road to seven and seven, I think seven and seven might make the playoffs this year. I could buy that. I think there's going to be a lot of parity. If you're telling me nine and five, um, I think that's uh, that's wild. Um, I think they don't. All those games that are winnable um, are also losable. Um, and, and I don't think you're going to see consistency from their wide receivers. Um, and I, I think some of their running backs might even fade. So uh, when you talk about Patterson, um, I've, I've bet against Patterson too long, but I still do. Um, and, and the quarterbacks just don't give me the consistency. Love the take. Disagree. Yeah, the, the problem with the take is that the luchadors have a floor problem, um, which is that it's below the basement. So like if you could build a house with a basement beneath the basement, that's about where the luchadors floor is, which is what we just saw in the first two weeks, scoring 89 and 77 points. Um, yes, they were without Keenan Allen, but pencil Keenan Allen in for a, an all time 30 point game. And they still aren't in the top six scores for either of those weeks. So this team's floor is so drastically low that you're counting on players like Curtis Samuel, Cordero Patterson, Jameis Winston to go off some of them twice, like sometimes two of them in the same week. So spicy take for that reason. Um, if this is Shark Tank, I'm not buying. Uh, I mean, I am judge, jury, and executioner on this. And I've got to say, after listening to everyone's arguments and understanding that the Luchadors are the one of three teams that have not break or four teams that have not broken the 200 point barrier. I'm leaning towards saying they're not making the playoffs, but I'm just sorry. David's David's argument was just, it was just better. I just liked it. I enjoyed it. It had more appeal to it. All right. I'm, I'm Lewisburg Luchadors to make the playoffs. Put it in now. Tyler. Max, Kel Max Kellerman here. Yeah. Tyler. <laughs> All right. Uh, on the flip side, who's going to and oh? and not making or who went to an O and not making the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, if, if Luchadors is in, somebody has got to be out, right? That's how this works. Uh, unfortunately, if you look at the two and O teams in our league right now, there's four of them. Rams are the best. I am cartographers, Frederick scrubs, Joe's primo teams. One of these things is not like the others. Uh, and it's unfortunately the Joe's primo team. Now, if you look at his roster, it's solid. There's, there are definitely things to like here, but when you get to those wide receivers, it's Cooper cup and Amon Ross St. Brown, who has far outperformed expectations. After that, his wide receiver group, Devonte Parker, Antonio Brown, not on a roster. Diami Brown hasn't seen the field for Washington. Will Fuller, not active. Antonio Gandy golden, I believe retired in the off season to return to school and Jalen Guyton, who, we expect things from eventually uh, Scott Miller, Emmanuel Sanders also making the team though. The wide receiver room alone will be enough to keep them out of this. Uh, you hope for a giant jump from Brees Hall. Uh, there's flashes there, uh, but then you flip to their schedule. Are you ready for their next six games? It's, it's rough streets meets Iamsville cartographers, best TDs, the inner Rams are the best. Mike Ryan. Those are teams one, two, three, four, and six 
I'm sorry, one, two, three, five, and six on the leaderboard for points right now. Um, and then coming up later in the season, they get Philly Citywide right after that run. They get Breezewood Nuts, and then they get Darn Sound Rouge and Philly Citywide again. They don't have a cupcake schedule. This is a team that's going to start 2-0. They might even catch me this week um, with injuries on my roster. But after that, the gauntlet starts, um, and it doesn't get easy. This team could really be looking at four or five wins by the time all of this is said and done. So if I have to pick one, it's Joe's Primo team. Now, there's also a path for them to clearly make the playoffs. They got off to a hot start, but that's the one. Anyone with a rebuttal? I will rebut. I'll also agree, fundamentally, if you're going to pick one of these teams, this is the team. And the reason you 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 pick this team, I think uh, you touched on the third wide receiver. A, Amon Ray looks great, though. So if Cooper Cup and Amon Ray are, are wide receiver one in five or, or something around there, which they look like they might be this season. If that holds, um, that's not going to be a problem with wide receiver three be giving you not much. The problem really to me is that quarterback where I think uh, you're going to have, um, you might have two quarterbacks, but they are going to be a struggle bus all season, I think, in terms of giving you points and fantasy points. And that's going to lose you some games. However, I will rebut. Joe's Primo team is probably in the worst division right now um you're talking about three teams uh outside of him that are struggling all of them 205 or under you're talking about fancy footwork who is just done so that's a two wins for him right there he's probably he already beat darn sound drew she's already gotten two wins in the division so you said philly city wide like that's going to be a, a tough matchup I, I it's a losable game it's a winnable game and i don't think it's going to take much more than seven and seven to win it I think Joe's Primo team right now has to feel pretty good about making the playoffs, even if his roster isn't like the other two and O teams. Did you just rebuttal your own rebuttal? Like, yeah, um, he agreed. And no, then he I disagreed. said, I think it's a good point. I said, I'm going to agree. In part. You're, said, you're muted. All right. Now <laughs> we're going nice. into Dave. Yeah, I, <laughs> I said, I was going to agree. And... I, uh, I like that, man. It's the around the horn. You're muted. Look at your point total. Just drop there. Um, yeah, I mean, if you had to pick one, I, I think this is the one you pick. This is this is the easy pick out of those four. Um, but but kind of what Drew said. I mean, it's it, it is also division based. You can win that division at under five hundred. You still make and host a playoff game. Um, you were hating on the wide receivers, but Drew kind of Drew kind of hit it there. Cooper Cup and Amon Ron St. Brown are wide receiver two and three and averaging over 25 points each a game. If you put up 50 points in your wide receiver core, you can put up that goose egg with the third. You're probably still beating a lot of teams. Um, I would recommend the uh, retired Gandy Golden, the retired Emmanuel Sanders on your roster, the not in the NFL, Will Fuller or Antonio Brown. Maybe drop those players. Use that money to get someone else. You know, it's it's a fixable problem. Your third wide receiver. You just gotta be responsive and do something about it. Um, you know, this offseason they made the move for Mac Jones. We saw a terrible game from Matt Ryan last week. Uh, I don't think um, you know that that repeats itself every every week. And so I could see this team putting up that 110, 115, 120 and, and winning games and, and making the playoffs. So um, I hear you, Tyler, but I'm going to disagree. I think this team makes the playoffs. All right. Everyone's everyone's getting points for that. Uh, I think the only answer that would have lost you points is picking my team. All right. We've got to move on. <laughs> Let's get into the next topic. So we've got it. We've got to go over the recap. 
<laughs> uh, so we've had some crazy games. Uh, honestly, I was only going to cover some of the, I guess, I, I was going to very quickly go over most of the games, but then when looking at it, I, I, there was at least five crazy games. So I'm going to ask each one of you, what did you think the craziest game was? Uh, Drew, since I muted you over and over again, and I apologize, you're going to yell at me later for that. Why don't you start out? Well, I would have flipped one more game. time because I think I'm going to make the playoffs. But <laughs> with that said, um, I mean, I, I don't think I have a choice here. I have to go with with my own game. Um, and uh, it was uh, a cardiac game, if there ever was one. Um, I was down by, I think, 11, 12, 12.7 points going into uh going into um, uh, monday night and it was Devonte smith Devonte smith with 10 minutes to go catches like a 15 yarder pulls me within 1.12 points and i never got closer i never got closer no matter how much i yelled at the tv and no matter how much i i rooted <laughs> for the for random <laughs> shit to happen that would let uh Jalen hurts uh score one more touchdown this game came down to trey lance getting hurt that's what it came down to he gets hurt I lose. If he didn't get hurt, I, I would have won that game. Uh, other, otherwise, my team was the pinnacle of mediocrity, where I had about uh, eight or so starters um, go between 8.8 .8 and 13.9 points. You look on the other side, he had Amon Ross St. Brown and Cooper Cup. That's, that's 60 points right there. Maybe more. I don't, I don't know. Uh, hell of a game. You. Hell, hell of a fun game. Hell of a way to start uh, the season for Jesper and my team to get to 2-0. and Got a little lucky. Might not get lucky next time. Uh, we'll, we'll come back for you. Tyler. Yeah, I'm actually going to take one out of left field here. Uh, the home run hitters came dangerously close to upsetting the Frederick Scrubs. Uh, and if I told you to blindly pick between the New Orleans kicker and the Carolina kicker, or the Giants kicker, you're taking the New Orleans kicker every time, 10 out of 10, it, except that had he just flip-flopped his his defense, the Falcons, and the Giants kicker in for the New Orleans kicker, he's winning that game. He's coming damn close. Uh, he's not winning, but that game becomes a three-point game at that point. Sorry, I did bad math there for a minute. It it becomes a three-point game. You wouldn't expect Tom Brady to be under 10 points. Yeah. I think you I think he actually wins. If if you do both Oh yeah, yeah, it's both. Defense. The kicker yeah, and the he, defense he, he is both. the home run hitter. That's a win. Point. He wins by yeah, a point. That's a win. That's how close and and we're going to touch on this as we continue. That's how close this whole season has been so far. It's how close it's going to continue to be if you look across both the league and the NFL, um, there is a very flattened, uh, after the super elite, there's a very flattened uh, group of teams. Um, and I'll probably continue to hammer this point home, but the home run hitters were were that close to being one-on-one. Uh, and you wouldn't have expected Tom Brady and Derrick Henry to be sub-10 points. Kareem Hunt, sub-10 points after a huge output last year, or last week. Um yeah, I just Scott's lucky to get away with this one, despite being the the sixth or he's a top six scoring team right now. Um, so we'll see what happens going forward with the home run hitters making those lineup decisions. Uh, maybe Atlanta's a little frisky, but yeah, that's the one that that's shocked me the most. Not one of the ones that I was considering, but uh, it's a great point. Uh, but 
I mean, I think we're we're missing the boat here. Dave, yeah. what is the craziest shit that happened this week? Um, I mean, I I think it's 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 either my matchup or matchup. <laughs> or it is your matchup, Byron. Yeah, those are the um, two. So I'll take yours if you want to take mine. But the Imesville Cartographers, after putting up 169 points in week one, having what, QB1, running back one, wide receiver one, being crowned on this podcast, put up a measly 81 points in week two. Um, really just the luck of the matchup this week is, is what kept you undefeated here. Manny Unkloose Cannon's only putting up 72 points and – Manny, you know, it's unfortunate when a matchup's that close. I said it last week. You can look on your bench, and it's as simple as if Dotson's in the lineup over Claypool or Judy, you win. That's Dotson, it. I, take, Not, I texted you guys. Dotson should have been in the lineup over yeah. Claypool. What is Claypool doing in this lineup? Uh, if you've been paying attention to the past season and a half. Um, it was a horrible, horrible weekend for me, and I was very scared going into Monday night. I'm happy about the results, but yeah, I had the 13th most points in the league and beat the person with the 15th most points in the yep. league. Sometimes luck is on your side. On the other hand, sometimes luck is not on your side. And segueing into these, Ooh, that was a good not segue, just, man. Not just one matchup, great. two fucking matchups. Because Vienna Rams scored the first most points, beating Mike Ryan, who scored the second most points. By the way, go Ryans. And then in the next matchup, the best TDs, who scored the third most points this week, lost to Streets Meats, who had beat. the fourth most points. Beat Street no, they, I, oh, excuse they, me, excuse me. They I, beat I meant me. to say best TDs beat the fourth most points. I mean, it's absolutely fucking bonkers. That division... Uh, Great double Ds. I mean, a lot of people got to be upset, but I cannot wait to continue to watch how this, uh, yeah, how this division unfolds because I can't. I mean, there's a world, right? Is it possible for every single play, team to make it into the? It yeah, is it possible. is. It could, it's it possible, possible every team makes it into the playoffs. Seems very unlikely given how much we play each other, but it's possible. However, I mean, Mike Ryan, I get heart bleeds from he pulled within three, four points a couple times on Monday night um, and, and got it real close. It was, it, it was an uphill battle with, with uh, Allen, you know, pretty much just nullifying Stefan Diggs. Um, well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but Diggs outscored Allen by no, almost 10 points. That's still not something uh, still anyone it, but expected. Just, uh, but man, Mike Ryan, I said it last week. Uh, I'll say it again. This team is scary. All right, where was, where was that sympathy when I was talking about this team clipping teams in the pre muted? You don't get sympathy. <laughs> the Listen, right, just this, going through it. This is why uh, there's another game that we didn't even talk about the nachos versus the parakeets that came within three points. At least I don't remember talking about it. Um, Philly citywide beat fancy footwork 114 to 64. The luchadors lost to the nuts 77 to 94 and the hitters lost to the scrubs hundred. Oh wait, no, we actually did talk about that one, but they lost by uh, about 17 points. So anyways, Let's move on to the next topic. We've got fantasy news. And I think that, I mean, honestly, Drew, you didn't want to talk about this, but I think this is the biggest fucking news. Dave, the legend that he is, as much as I I disparage him, the legend that this motherfucker is has found a way for all of our teams to get cheap logos and good quality logos, $25 a pop. 
man, I, I'm, I'm so impressed. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I sent him my info today. Um, I'll send out to everyone how, how to do it, but essentially your, your team name, your colors, and any creative ideas you have or let him run with it. And uh, yeah, by this weekend, we'll hope to have a, a new logo up on the site. Um, pretty pumped and hopefully a lot of people join. I think this will be a pretty cool add to the league. That is not the uh, news I thought you were leaning into. And I just, <laughs> I also want to add in that I, I'm going to f- come through on my promise that I made to the podcast last year. If you change your name, and you're not one of the four of these motherfuckers that, or I guess I included myself in the four, but yeah, I'm a motherfucker. Uh, I'm going to pay for your logo. All right. So I'm going to max it out at 200 bucks, but let's get this league going. I love it. Uh, thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. The other big news and drew, I think this is what you were kind of talking about. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance done for the season on IR it's a frustrating loss obviously you have Jimmy Garoppolo to back it up but that's uh that's pretty brutal for your team and obviously your playoff aspirations so I don't think there's really much more to go in do we have well the the problem for the Trey Lance injury is that might not just be the season yeah that might be the career that's the issue for Drew is that he's got this cheap quarterback coming into next year. He might not even get to start next year. If Jimmy G takes this team on a run and let's be honest, it was Seattle. So who cares? But, but Jimmy G is going to take this team to the playoffs. That was never the question was, is Jimmy G good enough to get your team to either the conference championship or the Super Bowl? It was let's get Trey Lance reps in this system and watch him develop and become amazing. You know what Trey Lance isn't going to get until after training camp next year reps. You know, what's going to hurt the 49ers whose window will be closing as Debo comes up as Ayuk comes up as all of these other pieces start to come up for, for contract extensions. And they have to look at Lance's extension next off season. Lance is not getting reps when their window is closing and Jimmy G is there. Well, they don't have to worry about Lance's extension yet until he plays football. Um, and Ayuk hasn't, as I know very well, hasn't earned all that much money yet. So that's not a big worry either. Um, I think it would basically take them getting to the Super Bowl for them to, to go in a different direction than Lance next offseason. That's what it would take. Um, otherwise, why would you, you know, they have a cheap quarterback versus a rich quarterback that they can let go. They're going to spend that money elsewhere. Um, it's, it won't be a very hard decision for them unless they get to the Super Bowl, right? That's 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 a problem otherwise they'll they'll go with Lance next next season uh they were going to go with him this season the only reason Jimmy Garoppolo was on this team is because they literally couldn't trade him they no 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 tried. no that is 100 percent what happened so yes, it is. Okay. I've read okay. in the this, deep this. in the deepest of podcast archives there is an episode that Drew and I recorded uh after cut day previewing the season now, it never got aired because Byron was, I don't know, playing some video game or in Hawaii or whatever Byron does. But in that podcast, I said to Drew, you know, I, I liked the trade. Um, you know, he traded away Mac Jones. I said, I hope you don't regret that. And I said in week four, when the 49ers play the Rams and Trey Lance gets hurt for the season, I was two weeks off. But I will turn that question back to you now, Drew. Do you regret the Mac Jones trade? Not at all. 
I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I never viewed Mac Jones as a fantasy superstar. I, I bet on the upside. I think it was the right thing to do was to get value for Mac when maybe his value could potentially be at its highest right now. It's, it's higher a few weeks ago than it is right now. Right. Um, so I don't regret it. I think it was the right call. And that's why I got Jimmy G because I didn't like, I it wasn't like I believed in Trey Lance. It wasn't like I thought Trey Lance was the savior. I just knew that he could be right. He, he, but he had way more potential as a fantasy player. I think it was the right, the right move to do. And I have Jimmy G backing it up. I'd still be starting Jimmy G and, um, and, and, and uh, Joe Burrow over Trey Lance. I just have a backup quarterback, which I traded away. Um, so now, I, 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 I don't. I, I like having another pick next year's draft. I might need it. Okay, I'm muting you. That was yeah, you were spiraling three to four times, um, and I think that's good. Uh, all right, so <laughs> honestly, I, I don't think, Tyler, Tyler I'm not quite sure if you're actually right about this. I, I think Trey Lance definitely gets another start, uh, gets another attempt, but I will say, just, just to put that thought in Drew's head, it's fucking cruel, and now it's a narrative that we obviously have to watch because it's going to be hilarious next year if that comes to pass. All right, so moving on, let's go into this week's matchups. Let's go through them all. So I'm going to tell you, ask you which games you think. I'm going to give the lines, and then we're just going to go through each one of them. So Starting with the largest line that we have this week, it's cartographers versus the parakeets. And the line is at plus 35 for the parakeets. Dave, why don't you give us a start? Uh, I, I mean, there's not, not much to talk about here. Honestly, the cartographers, you know, we, we saw that team, um, I guess saw some, what some dents in the armor or, or a possibility that, uh, that Byron, your team won't be dominant this year, but I, I don't think that is who this team is. Um, so I, I think cartographers wins this by a lot. I think that 35 point line is, is about right. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued to bet on the opposite and go against you here, but, um, but I won't, I think cartographers covers, I, I think this team bounces back and shows that week one potential again. Uh, so I'm going to go, uh, go tar- go cartographers this week, covering the large spread. Um, I guess biggest reason is probably Kyler Murray against the Rams. Rams seem to uh, play him very well. Um, and that's going to hurt Evan's chances of putting up points. Drew, what do you got for the, uh, spread or you cartographers. cartographers, Tyler, uh, cartographers. Well, I have only one option. It's got to be the parakeets. Come on, guys. Can't you see the writings on the wall? It's over for me. The season ended before it even began. I had that one brief moment of victory, and then it was snatched away from me. All right, Drew, would you go over the citywide Rams are the best game? That's our second uh, widest margin, and the Rams are negative 30 to take this game. 30 is a lot. 30 is a whole lot, uh, but when I do look up and down that lineup, you see why um, pretty quickly. Um, I, I do think Tua comes back down to earth, but Josh Allen's going to be, be lightening it up, lighting it up. Aaron Jones looks like he's back to being Aaron Jones. Um, I think Devontae Babbage is back, and, and um, I'll take Rams. I'll take Rams to cover it. I think it might be close, though. 30 is a lot. Tyler? 30 is a lot, and looking at the matchups on both teams, I'm going to take the Rams still. So I'll take the Rams to cover 30. 
you never bet against yourself. So we already know it's the Rams. There we go. And honestly, to a baby, not, not to like jump on the bandwagon, but I am terrified of, of Dave's team. So I'm taking the Rams too. I don't know if this is even going to be close. Um, let's go. And you know what the problem is, is that uh, Kyle listens to this and he was upset by the lines last time. So, I mean, I'm sure that he's, he's gearing up ready to win. All right. So Tyler, best uh the best tds versus fancy footwork fancy footwork has plus 21 haven't i don't think they've scored over 100 points yet I think yeah i mean it's we could talk about this matchup if we want to uh the problem really is that fancy footwork has been hamstrung by injuries already this season uh wide receivers two and three for them montrell washington and miko hardman uh they're flexing albert o at tight end uh who had exactly zero points on two targets. He's had eight targets all season. It's not looking great for him. Um, none in the red zone, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm going to take best TDs. I You can kind of just cover up their side and say whoever plays fancy is probably going to cover 20 plus points every week at this point. Uh, so best TDs. Dave? I'll take best TDs. Drew? Best TDs. All right. I'm going. I'm going the opposite direction. I'm saying Fancy has to have one thing go right for him. Let Give me the 21 points, even though I think it's crazy. I might as well just keep choosing the underdog. All right, we're back around. Dave, matchups are starting to get a little closer. We've got the Luchadors versus the Scrubs, so I don't know if we're actually that close yet. The uh, Scrubs have a negative 20 for the spread. Yeah, so I, you know, I started the podcast off by saying I think the Luchadors will make the playoffs. I also said I don't think that starts this week, um, but I'm actually going to pick the Luchadors to cover the 20 points here, uh, and I'll break it down for for 30 seconds, and and we'll just start with Scrubs QBs. Terrible matchups this week. I think Aaron Rodgers going against Tampa. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers has hasn't quite looked like the fantasy Aaron Rodgers that we know he might still be that that quarterback in the NFL but not fantasy wise and Justin Herbert not a lot of noise out of Chargers camp I don't know that he plays and he's certainly not 100% if he does so banged up QB core uh, unfortunately for Luchadors their healthy QBs are probably the equivalent or less than those banged up QBs um, anyway I think Luchadors loses but I think they cover the spread uh, and the QBs I think are the reason why this week. Drew. I agree. Actually. I, I think he covers the spread. I think it's going to be right around that, but I think it's going to be 15 points or so. Um, I think scrubs he's right. Rogers Tampa Bay green Bay looks right now. If you had to guess like a really low scoring game. Tyler. Yeah, I'm actually going to go the other way on this. Uh, I just, at some point it completely falls apart for the luchadors and this seems like a good week for Amari Rogers and George Pickens to combine for negative points after fumbling the ball on a reception. So scrubs to cover on this one. Tyler, I'm with you. I, I think luchadors are, are pretty close to the precipice of another tank season. And here's the thing is that the scrubs have hit 120 points like two weeks in a row or roughly about that. I think they're due for a huge game. Someone's going to blow up and their whole team's going to do well. So I think they cover the spread easily. All right, now we're starting to get into some better games. Uh, Drew, I've got Primo's team versus Streets Meets. Streets Meets as favored by 10 points, so negative 10 to Streets Meets. What do you think? 
Do they cover? I do. I do think they cover. A, I think they're going to have both of their wide receivers playing in this game. Gabe Davis and Michael Pittman both have practiced this week. Um, so I think both play. Um, and, and I think you go Gabe Davis, C.D. Lamb, and that C.D. Lamb is due for a game where he, he makes some noise um, and Cooper Rush can throw the ball. Um, so I, I think that they'll find some success there. Not only do I think he covers here, um, I, I think Cooper Cup and Amon Ra have to come back down to earth at some point. I think this might be a good week for that. Um, uh, I think he, he covers. I'm inclined to lock this in, uh, but um, I'm going to – actually, I'm going to go ahead and lock it in. I think he wins by over 25 Damn, points. that was my lock. Okay, I'll do it anyway. So that's good. Can't. This was one lock per person. Um, okay. Tyler? I, oh, sorry, Drew. Dave? I was just going to say, I, I think I think the reasoning you just said – um, was wrong. I think I think Cooper Cup and Amon St. Brown. I think these matchups severely favor them um, to not only keep things going but extend it. So uh, anyway, and I don't think uh, the Colts are going to put up another goose egg. So I think Matt Ryan's going to score a little more points this week. Uh, I will go head to head with you here, Drew. I'm going to lock in Joe's primo team and uh, go the opposite way Love here. It. So we're actually going to have two double locks because oh. this, this was my lock as well, because we can't, we can't lock one. Lock yeah. 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 Something. You can. You can definitely lock. Uh, we, no, last season, that was the rule. If we change the rules to ensure well, last right. season it was one lock. You, you listen to the podcast, you show me that clip and not only that, but I'll give you double the points that Dave got this episode. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, for, listen, okay. for the reasons Dave just outlined, if you if you look at the wide receiver matchups, Drew, you're right. Eventually, I'm on Ross St. Brown and Cooper Cup will come back down to earth. It's not against the fucking Cardinals and the Lions, <laughs> okay? That's not the it. The Vikings, the Vikings. Sorry, and the Vi- definitely not against the Vikings. Do you watch on Monday night? Do you yeah, watch what happened? My, my, my less on on Cooper Cup, more on Amon Ross St. Brown it plays for the Lions. Um, okay, and so when I say come back down to earth, I mean not going to be averaging twenty five points. We'll get Let's fifteen, maybe. Flip it but back he over. needs twenty five points. He needs them both to average twenty five points. George Kittle coming him. back this week. Yeah, be careful. Regardless, this is my lock. Unless I'm not allowed to take it because Dave went first. Uh, we'll we'll do an alternate. I'm actually going to change it because I'm actually very confident in the scrub. So I'm actually going to make that my lock anyways. But uh, yeah, I think I've got uh, the meats winning this hands down. Uh, I I, I like your team, Tyler. I think you built it really well. All right. Now we get into the really close matchups. We got three games all within three points. We've got Payne's making nachos versus the Breezewood nuts. Nuts are negative three. Tyler, who's got this game? The nuts are favored by three, but. I lean the other way in this one. CMC is due for one of those big CMC games. James Connors due for one of those big James Connor games. Now it's coming against the Rams. I know that's a tough defense, but there have been chinks in the Rams armor this season. Uh, sorry, Dave. Uh, DeAndre Swift also looking like a really good play against Minnesota, who may or may not suck on the defensive end. Uh, AJ Green's going to drop a touchdown. Won't matter when Amari Cooper finally turns it on against Pittsburgh and Tyler Boyd in, you know, T Higgins, not really hurt, but still a little tweaked against a doo-doo time jets team. And one and one. Yeah. To, 
top it all off, Davis Mills still sitting there on the bench, able to come in in case of injury for any of those running backs. Uh, on the flip side, the Mariota renaissance can't last. Uh, I know they're one and one, but it's not going to be forever. Leonard Fournette also do, I guess, but this Tampa offense might suck. So that's where we are. They're going to win games defensively. Uh, and Singletary is always going to be hot and cold. Uh, Ashton Doolin doesn't scare anybody. So give me the nachos in this one. Uh, three's not a wide enough mark. Like it's, it's given too many points. I know it's just three, but it's too many. If I were to ask you who the third highest passer is in the NFL right now, after two weeks in yardage, who is it? Who is it boys? It's Joe fucking Flacco. Yeah. Third most yards in the league. <laughs> Get him off your bench. Yeah. Get him into that lineup. James Connor banged up. So despite what Tyler said, he's hurt. Get him out of there. Get Flacco in. Give me Peyton's hear, making nachos. Give, give me Peyton's, and I'll, I'll one up you. I was going to say the same thing about Flacco. Um, he, he should be uh, sure considered to be off your your bench, but yeah, I was. And and the reason why is like maybe I think James Conner should be out of your lineup, possibly regardless, because I think you could make an argument James Robinson as well. Conner's getting targets, and last game's hard to really get a gauge on, but he hasn't. He's seventeen carries in two weeks. Um, but you can make an argument that Joe Flacco over Daniel Jones, if you want to go three running backs anyway, Daniel Jones is going up against Dallas's pass defense is not a bad pass defense right now. Um, and I would consider starting Joe Flacco over Daniel Jones this week, um, as well. Uh, with that said, I, I'd probably put two quarterbacks in there regardless, um, as well. I think it's a, it's a safer floor there. Flacco has shown that he can throw the ball. I think your guys' logic is all really sound, but I got to pick the nuts. Because he's my homie. Uh, Good luck with that. Okay, well, flat. Let's <laughs> go on to the next game and pretend it never happened. Uh, crickets. <laughs> All right. The home run hitters versus the Maniac Loose Cannons. Cannons are uh, plus three. So the hitters are favored. Um, I think we go wrap around back to you, Dave. Who do you got? This might be. The last week of Mitch Trubisky. It might be the last week of Mitch Trubisky. Uh, I, I'm going to lean home run hitters here. I think I think we see more Derrick Henry. Um, what do you have, like 25 yards last week? That's not the Derrick Henry we know. Feed the guy the ball. Uh, I think they want to take it out of Tannehill's hands and try to get into positive game script. And this might be the week to do it against the Raiders. Um so I'm going to go home runners here. I think their running backs carry them. Um, despite Tyler saying the Buccaneers are terrible, I think Brady still can put up some fantasy points. So um, give me the home runners here. After what I saw from the loose cannons last week, I do not trust them. Yeah, um, I, I, uh, I I agree as well. Um, make some lineup changes here for both of these teams too. Um, put Jacoby Myers in for Marvin Jones. Um, Jacoby Myers has like, 19 targets through two weeks, get him in there. He has a higher floor um, and get Chase Claypool the hell out of your lineup. It's already cost you a win. Um, go with Jahan Dotson. Um, guy looks like he's, he's, he's going to be well, Jer Jerry Judy's there. hurt. So probably take him out first, yeah. but to, to take, take Judy out. That's fair. Um, <laughs> but even Chris Olave might be consideration yeah. over Claypool um, there too. So 
um, get, get, get them out of your lineup. Um, with that said, still going to go with the home run hitters based off of the Derrick Henry logic. I agree. I think Kareem Hunt has a bounce back game. I think Drake London is the real deal. Uh, and I think Tyler Lockett will get catches this game. And if you start Jacoby Myers, I think you have a decent floor that will, that will win this game. Uh, the loose cannons are my backup block and hearing you guys say sub out some wide receivers. No, all three of their wide receivers should come out and they should put in Olave, Moore, and Dotson. If this team is going to suck, let them go down with the young guys. If this team's going to be great, it's the explosives that Olave, Moore, and Dotson, and later in the season, Moore can give them. Uh, oh, Elijah Moore. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Elijah Moore, not Sky Moore. There's two <laughs> like, Moores. Not, let me be clear here. Elijah Moore, not Sky Moore, should be in this lineup right now because fair. we've seen two weeks of Adam Thielen now. Uh, I know he made Byron sweat on that last Minnesota drive when it was all Adam Thielen time, uh, but they didn't give him the tutty, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, definitely take it the loose cannons. This is my backup lock. Uh, home run hitters kind of look like they're just going to lackluster their way through the season. Tyler had sound logic. I don't have sound logic. I'm picking the cannons, and you all know why. All right, making for the is last. Is there my homie? Is there my homie? <laughs> Thank you, Dave. All right, this is. This is the key matchup. This is the matchup I think we were all waiting for. Uh, Drew, it could not have been better time that it fell on you as the person to announce this game. It's the Darnstown Drews versus Mike Ryan. Who is favored. And Mike Ryan is favored. Mike uh, Ryan is favored by how much? It's one point. Yeah, Some, one books point. Have it at, be. Some books have it at two and a half. Has has Let's this ever that happened? line's out there if you want it? Has has this ever happened? Has Mike Ryan since I'm gonna let you guys pick ever first. been favored? I don't I'll think break so. it down. Y'all pick first. I don't think he I don't think he's been favored uh in a in a long time. He might have been favored against some tanking teams in the past. Um, I don't know. I don't have the record. Um, it's and if you look at this matchup, you see why it's close. Uh this is about as close as a matchup can get. I think there's basically one player up and down these lineups that you're like, it's definitely slated to have a big game in, in Stefan Diggs. Everyone else, just a lot of boom or bust. Um, Najee Harris, Miles Sanders, Christian Kirk, Terry McLaurin, Mark Andrews, probably consistent. But on the other side, Devontae Smith, Sackers, Ayuk, Moore, Gibson, Eckler, Burrow, all kind of can give you good games, can give you low games until Eckler busts out this, this season. He's been inconsistent to start. Um, with that said, um, I, I think I'm due for, for some, some luck bouncing my way this week. Who's going to break his heart first? So I can yeah, see oh, it now. I want everybody to pick Mike Ryan. I'm for rooting. The, I am rooting for Mike Ryan. I am rooting for Mike for Ryan the, every week. For the third straight week, we will go into Monday night with Mike oh. Ryan with a shot to win the game with a starting quarterback in there, Cooper Rush. The text chain, sorry, the group me chain is going to go crazy. Um, I think they come up short again. I think, I'm sorry. I think, I I think in... they come up just short for the third straight week on Monday night. I'm going to so take you're, Drush you're to predicting cover the one points. The third straight heartbreak, heart, like Mike Ryan's been in, in heart-pounding yeah. games. I've been in absurdly heart-pounding games three straight, two straight weeks. I think I'm in for a third. I think you both are. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the one point in this razor thin matchup. 
and the only other thing I'll throw out here is everyone should look at the uh, profile picture they have for Joe Burrow on RT Sports. <laughs> it is wonderful. That should be my logo. Wow. Wow. That is... That is quite the look he's got going on there. So wait, yeah. did you pick not see bad a lot for turtlenecks anymore? For an picked, two QB. Everybody picked me, so Byron, please tell them why they're wrong and why the great, the glorious, the only person in this league who matters, Mike Ryan, is well, how is this not your lot? Listen, this is this is not about who has many who has better players on their team. This isn't about what the chances are of hitting. No, this is about the indomitable spirit of Mike fucking Ryan, okay? the indomitable spirit and there's just no way that you could stop him he's he's been he's been held back not stopped held back but now the momentum is going we're all rooting for him ryan takes this win not just by one point but i don't know one and a half (laughs) 50 (laughs) points it's not going to come down to monday night gentlemen no this is going to be settled by sunday Ooh. all right love to hear it rooting for it all right, so that was the end of our recap, or not a recap, but our predictions for the upcoming week. Uh, I do know that we, I can't remember what our contest is this week. Drew, do you know Ooh. off the top of your head? I believe, because uh, I'm guessing our treasurer doesn't even know, but it's the the team that has the largest spread uh, week three. So the, the team that wins by the most. Uh, blow them out, blow boys, out. Blow, blow them out. Blow them out week, there it is. Okay, um, Dave, that's one point to you, Drew, because you didn't know that off the top of your head. I that's did. I was just negative. Saying, he, he he cut me off. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, so was it a week? <laughs> so a, salty on a round Gosh. map. It's just Trey Lance, man. Calm down. <laughs> Dave is the winner. Thank you, gentlemen. I'll see you next week. I hope you uh, all no, win but, your matches. Unless hold on, you're hold on, week. hold on. Okay, yeah, we need cut to that out. out. We're gonna cut that out, and then we're gonna go. You're gonna be like. We're going to do the money update, and then I get the money update. Oh, okay. We're doing the money update. Nice. Don't cut it out, though. Leave yeah, it in there. Leave it no, 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 no. That's got to go. <laughs> no, no, no. Just a quick, quick recap of last week. Uh, uh, Byron's still the, the leader uh, in money after winning, sweeping the first week. But uh, Dave, the highest scoring team, wins that side pot. And the second uh, and the weekly award went to Keith Thrash who uh, went up 45 points over his freak one um, to 140 last week. And he is on the money board. Maybe that week one move was on purpose. Drew, what is, who's earned what? And what are the rewards? Because I've already forgotten. I forget that too. It's, I think it's, <laughs> I, I don't have the, the, the money, but I, I, don't, I don't remember. I need to see this money board. All right. Well, then, unless anyone else has any objections, I'm about to end the podcast. I mean, no I know, I know what the, I know what the, the money awards yeah, are. We... Yeah. So, so at highest score and the side pot for week one, Byron's at 35. At highest score for week two, Dave's at 20. And at side pot for week two, Keith's at 15. Great. All right. Uh, So gentlemen, I hope you win your weeks. I hope everyone listening wins their weeks unless you're against me and uh, good night, gentlemen. Good night.